welcome to publish <laughs> sorry <laughs> professional i just realized there's no point there's in no me point to be... i'm facing gibbo's spot yeah we can look at each other oh this will be nice this is romantic this is weird <laughs> this is weird ladies and gentlemen Welcome to Publish, Perish or Podcast, your opportunity to look behind the scenes of science to see if science forgets to clean its teeth. I'm Andy Stapleton and joining me today are Cameron Shearer. Hello. And that's it. Just the two of us. Just the two of us. Gibbo has got the flu. The flu. The flu. Not that rash that he had the last time he missed an episode. So, uh, Gibbo is away. He sends his apologies. I imagine he didn't actually say that though. He did not say sorry once. No, no. Um, so anyway, Gibbo, get better soon. Cameron. Yes. Because you're here. My teeth? Your teeth. Have you ever forgot to clean your teeth? Like when you go to like, I don't know, work or being somewhere important? Um, I've never felt like embarrassed that I haven't brushed my teeth, Mm. but I do have a yellow, I do have yellower teeth than the average person. Oh. And so I do feel some embarrassment sometimes when I notice someone has really white teeth. Right. And then I kind of like... Kind of hide yeah, your teeth. Keep my lips over my teeth a bit. To, yeah. Because I know that if someone has really white teeth, yeah. they're definitely looking down on me for my yellowish teeth. Really? Oh, God, that's a, Yeah. Well, I'm blessed. I, now they're crossing over, but about two years ago, my teeth were near perfect. Um, <laughs> and people were just... If you don't say so yourself. If I don't say so myself, people would always like... You got a lovely smile, and I was like, "Thank you." So I just went around like beaming at people. Mm. Um, but recently, I have completely forgotten to clean my teeth. For how long? For like a day. Oh, that's not so bad. But it feels gross. I'm driving to like who am I kidding? I'm riding my bike to work. <laughs> Can't afford a car. Riding my bike to work, and like I'm doing like the teeth tongue check thing, where I'm like, yeah. mm, mm, mm. And I'm yeah. like, oh, and it's not why is it? It's not squeaking. It's not squeaky clean. That's yeah. right. Yeah. I do get it. I do get it sometimes now when I haven't done that. But as a teenager, etc., I never noticed when I didn't brush my teeth. Yeah, right. And so I often forgot to brush my teeth. Hmm. And science, science would also forget to brush its teeth because it probably gets very absorbed in its work. Yeah. Um, and it really doesn't have time to, to you know, scoot off and brush its teeth. Yeah. And it relies on fluoride to keep its teeth strong. Oh yeah. Um, so as I said in a podcast a few weeks ago, yeah, the fluorine added to water changes the chemical structure of your tooth, making it stronger. Perfect. Yeah, I heard that that was one of the. I probably said this at the time, but it was one of the greatest public interventions ever. Ah, that's what I. I'm not sure. I don't uh, think you did say oh, that. Oh well, well, that's that's who exact- said who said that was one of the public Winston greatest- Churchill. No idea. Oh. <laughs> Even though uh, it's boring to agree with you, um, or anyone for that matter, science, I, I sometimes forget to brush my teeth in the mornings because I'm normally too involved in something. Like mm. I sat down at the computer and I'm like going at something. So if science is super busy, then yeah, we would forget to clean their teeth. Or well, maybe science is always about to have another coffee. <laughs> to keep going because <laughs> that's what stops me from brushing my teeth in the mornings yeah because right when's the right time to do it because i'm basically drinking coffee until lunchtime yeah yeah no idea haven't got an answer for you yeah answer is stop drinking coffee for a bit or do you just brush your teeth and then drink a coffee 
Uh, no, I think only psychopaths do that. Mm. Is that a test? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as they come out of the bathroom, drink this. And if they drink it, immediate psychopath. Psychopath. Done. Are you going to do this or oh. just me here? <laughs> this is worse with you looking in my eyes like that. I only got you to look at. <laughs> <laughs> no story first this, one, this time? No, I thought just jump into it. <laughs> it's time for news for the week. Hello. Hi. News for about three or four weeks. Yeah, actually. well, because of magical podcasting land, um, even though it comes out every fortnight, I think a few times we said this, but you know, we're quite a sporadic recording mm. kind of group. Um, so unfortunately, this podcast is was almost doomed. The world does not want this podcast to happen. We have never had... I don't think we've ever cancelled a podcast before. No. And we've cancelled this one three times. Yeah. And now we're recording without Gibbo. Without, we have to do it without Gibbo because we're, we've literally run out of uh, reserve yeah. podcast. This is coming out in a few days. That's right, yeah. And also tonight, my partner um, got stuck at work and so didn't leave enough time for me to get yeah. home. Anyway, so and that it, didn't happen. And it's raining in Adelaide for the first time for the year. Yeah. So you can't, couldn't ride your bike couldn't here. Couldn't ride my bike in, that's right. Yeah, which meant that the pizza that we normally fuel the podcast on or the food... <laughs> Was delayed, so but that was still good. That was still good. Actually, a little bit better. Maybe we should all leave it all for like half an hour. No, I don't. Let's not have that every no. time. Okay. Um, and what else? And then the recording, the our recording room, the table table was yeah. maybe somewhere else, but it was here. <laughs> it was a gift from the gods. Okay. Oliver was cranky. Oliver was cranky. I cancelled because I was busy packing to go away for Easter. Yeah. So there we are. So this podcast is was doomed but it's here we fuck, we've done it we've bloody done it we've done five minutes of it anyway yeah oh, we're gonna burp no i'm good news for the week <laughs> the one bit of news was that uh just before easter i spoke at a sasta event oh, what are these bloody acronyms so sasta is the south australian stop looking at it i can't no i'm gonna get this wrong it's the secondary... Is Sasser even right? <laughs> South Australian so, secondary... Yeah. It's, I think that maybe this... I reckon I've written Sasser wrong in my notes here. Oh, South no. Australian Secondary Science Teachers Association. Oh, So they teach cool. science at schools. Yes. So it wasn't just... I was expecting only um, high school. Yeah. But it was primary school and high school science That's teachers. Cool. So what did you do? Explain your why you were there. So I was. So this was. Uh, I was invited because I was a tall poppy. So they invited mm. some of the other tall poppies yeah. as well to speak. Yeah. And so I was there to present cutting edge research. Nice. So How the, cutting uh, is your research? Well, I, I wouldn't. Do I call it? I'd call it cutting edge in. Uh, grant applications but i wouldn't <laughs> call it cutting edge when i'm speaking to someone on a um social basis yeah right so it was just about telling them or these school science teachers what science is actually being done in adelaide okay and so i spoke i had an hour what yeah my first ever hour speaking oh, slot was this that's tough especially like for a science talk I get it. Like you can fill an hour, but yep. you can't do your standard talk for this. No, I I made a 
specific or I lengthened the talk that I gave last year at a science for seniors event. Yeah. And I just gave a little bit more science, but I just really just showed like the chemical equations of things I was doing. Yeah, right. Uh, and yeah, I just explained hydrogen and why it can be part of our future economy mix yep. or a fuel mix yep. and then different ways to do it. And I bought a, a little hydrogen-powered oh, car. Yes, that's good. Oh, that's nice. And so I showed, you know, hey, look, hydrogen can be used as a fuel. And then yeah. actually with this car, you add a, you power it with a battery or with a solar cell and then it reverses the reaction and makes hydrogen again. Yeah, nice. Um, and so it's a completely enclosed system. Yeah. That's cool. I like yeah. that. Yeah, it's really good. It was quite popular. Yeah. And I accepted questions along the way. Ah, and I said oh, early good. on, like, I'm happy for you to interject because I was, I, so I would normally plan one slide a minute. Mm -hmm. I could only manage to make 30 slides. Oh, so nice. I was worried that I would be very, go very short. But yeah. because I was ask, answering so many questions, yeah. I ended up having to, uh, rush towards do the, the end. epileptic like yeah flick through the slides like oh, I didn't da, 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 da. I didn't really do that but I didn't leave much time at the end for more questions oh, but well, people were asking questions during it nice but, um, yeah that so that's the 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 that is the talk how do you say this in words that is the most feedback from a presentation that mm. I've ever received. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I, it was very fulfilling for me to have done that. Yep. And it, I was worried about it coming up. Yep. Um, and I had a few other deadlines around at that same time. And so it was a bit making those 30 slides was very annoying. Yeah. Um, I've had some trouble at the moment with deadlines. <laughs> yeah, it's a common theme. <laughs> <laughs> but I actually had finished those 30 slides within a, a reasonable amount of time. Okay. I can't remember. I, I didn't stay up all night doing it which i actually thought i was gonna have to do mm, mm. no well well done uh, um yeah did you feel like the questions added to your talk or was it that they were confused or was it were they probing deeper like what sort of questions did these people ask uh they were asking a lot of questions about so they were probing deeper mostly into what i was saying so i was okay. i would be talking about ways to make hydrogen hmm. and someone would say i heard you could make it this way right and to which i would then say yes you can make it that way and it's good for these reasons but it has this drawback yeah or i might say um so i talked a lot about splitting um using water and electrolysis yep. to make hydrogen oxygen but it's also possible to make it from salt water or from other water sources. And, mm -hmm. and that was a question someone asked as well. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, so they were all like, so, I mean, people teaching science probably have the role to be more excited about science than what scientists do. Yeah. Cool. yeah that's right. They need to be infectiously excited about science. Yeah. They don't just need to be yeah um, into it. Well, not or into it or just, yeah, interested enough that they'll do it as a job. They need yeah. to, they, yeah, infectiously or because or else I just hate what they're doing as well. As well. Mm. Mm. Uh, and so I got there early and I asked people, like, what are their expectations of the talk? Because I was a bit worried about what, am I supposed to wow them or am I supposed to teach? Am I supposed to teach them? Yeah, is this, yeah, yeah. I was going to ask actually, like, so maybe this this feeds into it, but like, what does, what does a a good talk for them 
leave them with. Yeah. So, and the people I asked, I didn't ask everyone, um, was all they really wanted was just to be to be interested yeah. uh, for the amount of time. So they're yeah. they're at this conference for three days, I think, Ooh, talking about science long, education. Yeah, it's a long and then long. these cutting edge ones are kind of just in the middle where they could just kind of relax and see what's yeah. what's next. Yeah. Um, and I was surprised about how many people came up and said we're doing hydrogen in our mm. in our next course. And these are primary school people, or mm-hmm. I've got a boy who's doing a project on this and yeah, and these other things. And that's cool. Yes, like it was really good. I would. I would do it you again. You would do it again. Yeah, fantastic. No, well, that's good to hear. Oh, and yeah, uh, I heard <gasps> that my so people had to book in to the talks. Yeah, and there was I don't know three or four cutting edge talks on at the same time. Yeah, I they had to open a second room to fill the people who booked in to see my nice. talk. Nice, look at you. Yeah, Doc, ne- the not the, the Knox, <laughs> the next Doctor Carl of the, hydrogen of hydrogen production. <laughs> yeah, yeah, cool. Oh, that's really so, good. That must. Have, I mean, that. What were you up against? Some shit stuff, though. Like how to how to how ionic liquids <laughs> bind to a surface, or cantilevers. He's not here. I can say it. Fuck cantilevers. <laughs> I think that the two people I was up against at the same time, I believe that they were high. I believe that they were the two who went who were were two of the three people who were nominated for Tall Poppy of the Year. Ooh. So they were the top right. two of the top three tall tall poppies. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my talk was more popular. So yeah. what can you say? Yeah. yeah. Oh well. Well, well done, man. I'm yeah. pleased to hear it. Science communication. You're bloody doing it. Yes. The reason why I agreed to do that because I'm always busy. Right, everyone's always busy. Yeah, everyone is. Yeah, but you don't like that. I remember I you were yeah. the first person to tell me because I remember once I said to you, "Sorry, man, I was busy," <laughs> and you said to, you get, like you didn't let it go, and yeah. you were like, "Everyone's busy. Everyone's busy." And after it, it actually made it caused me to reflect and go, "Yeah, yeah, everyone's busy." Was, like, what's the point? Anyway, yes, yeah. yes, but I was invited to give that talk so long ago. <laughs> that I wasn't busy that week. Yes. <laughs> so That's what you want. Yeah. I, I, oh, I think I might have been asked to do it in September yeah. and then I presented in April. Yeah. And they, I said, oh, yeah, sure. I can do something in April. Yeah. It's easy. September. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it turns out that I had quite a few things on that week and it wasn't <laughs> a great time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, well done. Well done for fitting it in. Looks good on your CV. Yeah, great. <laughs> <laughs> what are you about to, Andy? What haven't I been up to, mate? What haven't you been up to, Andy? What have I been up to, mate? What have you been up to, Andy? Yeah, exactly. I have been up to so much. All right. First thing is, I'm not sure if I said this before, but I was an expert. On was? A, I was. That's right. I was an expert. <laughs> not anymore. Not anymore, mate. No. Okay. On a panel for the new uh, government grant system. So the research, oh. development, and startup commercialization fund. Okay. They needed a science communicator because someone had put in a science communication application. Mm-hmm. So they needed a, an expert communicator. They actually said this in the email. Uh, someone's busy. <laughs> if it's not fucking Paul Willis, yes. right? So actually, no, he called me up. It was out of the blue. I was up in the ICC and uh, the, the director from that um, department called up and said, Andrew, we'd love for you to be an expert. And I was like, oh, yeah, brilliant. He was like, 
Judy Halliday, that's one of the ladies, she was like, speaks very highly of you. And I was like, brilliant. And also, everyone else that does science communication is on the application in oh. Adelaide. So not only is he telling me that I was oh. last op- option, but I'm left out of the group. What are they doing? Yeah, so I, so I went in. It was me, the chief scientist, uh, the director of... Chief Indust- scientist of South Australia. South Australia. Yeah, not old Finkmeister, not Finkel. Not Finkel. Uh, and the yeah Department of Industry Skills, the director, and also the chief operating officer of the office of the chief entrepreneur. <sighs> wow, we have an office of the chief entrepreneur. We certainly do, mate. Do you not wow. know him, Jim Wally? No. Oh, mate, I'm gonna tell him. <laughs> Me and him are like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, but that's quite a bunch of people, and you and me. So I didn't know what I was in for. Mm. Uh, what did you wear? Did you wear a tie? I wore, no, I wore like a suit jacket and my my like a nice shirt. Okay, that's Andrew Stapleton. That's Andrew Stapleton's yep. in the house. Yeah, okay. yeah. And he wouldn't say that, obviously. <laughs> He'd be like, "Doctor Stapleton has arrived," but Stapleton AJ is like, "Stapleton in the house." <laughs> <laughs> so I I did it. I did it like I was like, "Great, I'm being paid. I'm going to yep. do this." So I read the whole application, wrote notes. I had criteria, so I you know filled out like a proper grant application. Wow. Um, and I know no one else did that. Because the first question after Carolyn McMillan gave her speech, mm-hmm. uh, the chief scientist gave her speech, like opening, like we are here to do this, this, and this, and with this in mind, uh, someone said to me, well, Andrew, uh, maybe you could start and give us your thoughts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> just got thrown the ball there. I just got like, boom. But luckily, you know, <laughs> I'd done my two hours of prep and uh, I had loads of comments. So we... Um, we talked about the grant. We put in some things that needed to be shown. So it was th- over three years of funding. And we yeah. said, the first year, there's this. And then we want to ensure that there's these milestones in there to make sure the continued funding, that the, it's okay. not just the same old stuff repeated. Um, so yeah, look, it was nice to contribute. Wow. And uh, it was really, yeah, it was really, it was quite fun. Mm-hmm. I felt important as fuck. <laughs> And what else? Oh, so verbalize.science is still finding its feet with conferences, but I've got some exciting news. Um, have you heard of metafact.io? No. Metafact is a startup from Sydney who has just been, uh, they've just come off the back of a successful Kickstarter campaign and they've raised quarter of a million dollars um, and they are separating Uh, fact from fiction, science from fiction. Essentially what it is, is a question and answer platform where people type in, you know, can you cure diabetes? Mm -hmm. And experts go on and they essentially answer that question and it gives every question a rating. Like 40, you know, the one I saw today was uncertain because it was 50-50. Okay. And so, you know, if, if it's like, do birds fly? And everyone says, yes, yes, yes. You know, like, this is true. This is a fact. Yeah. So it's helping journalists, but also it's kind of putting... Um, the public directly in touch with experts okay. and they verify those. Anyway, uh, it's run by the CEO is called uh, Ben McNeil and he got in contact with me and he was like, I love what you do with Verbalize.science. We want to create some videos. Um, would you be interested in a partnership? Oh, cool. So about facts. About facts. Which you are big I on facts. I am all about facts. That sounds amazing. So, yeah, so it's really good. So we, we've just 
sorting out a pilot now. Mm -hmm. um, so we'll be working on creating videos, templates that may or may not include the audio aspect. We're going to have to see how that all works. Yeah. Um, but essentially, yeah, it's like content production, like I've been doing verbalize.science, mm -hmm. but for MetaFact. It yeah. sounds like a good website. Yeah. MetaFact.io is where you need to go. And so like a video might be, so say it's, uh, what's a, like a, does vaccinations cause autism? autism. Yep. You would be just a short explanation of why. And then some quotes from the people who have answered it. Yep. That sounds amazing. Now, I said this on my LinkedIn. You know, I've been doing the LinkedIn videos. I do. So they're all still going, man. That, yeah. I've got no reason to stop. They're still working a treat. Yeah. Um, I, 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 am, I subscribe to you on YouTube. Oh, and I great. do see when you upload a video. Yeah, every uh, day. Well, every weekday at the moment. Okay. I don't go on YouTube every day, but yeah. I do see that you have lots of videos up. Yeah. I haven't watched one for a little while, but uh, yeah. I Get still onto like, it. You know what? I enjoy seeing just the photograph of your happy face <laughs> and I try and infer what it's about. Yeah, from, just from my face. Yeah. yeah. Well, good on you. Good. <laughs> I'm pleased my happy face is bringing some joy. Um, so... This, this is where I was at. Verbalize.science's videos were basic. Mm -hmm. I'm, hesitant to say, I'm hesitant to say they were rubbish because what I was balancing was the price per video with what was achievable with that price. Mm -hmm. So for example, I was charging $400 for a video and that gets you, you know, about three to four hours worth of work with an editor who charges about $80 an hour. Um, to produce, you know, get the audio, clean it up, normalize it, extract a narrative, go get the stock footage. Like it's all just time consuming stuff, right? And I think one thing looking back on those videos is like, you know what, these, these are good. They give you a good overview of what's happening. But how do we make them better? How do we produce like a premium product? Um, th that because I think I've delivered a video to people, and and you know you're you're part of that as well. And people I, yeah, go made a video, and people yeah. I've had only good comments. Back yeah, about good. It. I think people go, you know, what, that's good. Yeah, but there's no wow. Do you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. people don't go, wow, I need that. And I think that's what I I, I wanted to create. So okay. verbalize.science for me was always going to be an audio platform. That was its main purpose because I thought that was a low barrier of entry for scientists wanting to communicate. Yeah. The issue is, is not very exciting, right? It hasn't got a wow, wow factor. You've got to listen to it. It's, it's good for informational exchange potentially, but um, I needed something that people were like, wow, how much is that? I don't care how much that is kind of thing. Mm -hmm. I've spent the last two weeks training myself on motion graphics. Okay. All right. Motion graphics. Motion graphics. So dynamic text. Uh, motion graphics and essentially small animations that involve shapes. And we're not talking about huge character movements, yeah. but shapes and dynamic text, things to make the the video much more engaging. Okay. So I'm going to show you something. So I'm going to I'm going to play you the video. Just watch it and then give me make. Tell me what you think anyway. That's good. That added a lot actually. So the the moving text around and yeah, I think it helps to maintain attention as well with things moving. Mm. But you did have moving things before in the videos as well, but this was a bit more, as you say, dynamic. Yeah, that's right. Yep. So before we had stock footage with captions mm -hmm. and the text would sometimes animate a little bit, yep. but this one, uh, the text drops and zooms and bulges and yeah. disappears. And so 
essentially what I want to, I mean, that's the first one of, you know, hopefully they'll only get better from there. Mm -hmm. But this is the, I want people to go like, oh, like, how do I get one? Mm -hmm. Not just like, this is a video that I can put on. Do you know what I mean? So that's definitely something I couldn't do. (laughs) Well, And it it looks, it looks very professional. Great. And the videos before was still something, it was something that maybe I could have done in two weeks or a week. Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but now that's beyond what I probably imagined I could do. Yeah, and I think that's you. It's weird. I hadn't thought of it like that. But you're right. You don't want to produce a video. It's like, well, I could do that, but they've done it in like three hours. It would take me, I don't know, a day. Yeah. Whereas at least now with the graphic stuff, you're right. People are like, there's no way I could do that. I guess I should pay for it. <laughs> I have to. I either pay for it or I get nothing. Yeah. yeah. Cameron, next paper. When you when you, when's that out? <sighs> Oh no, don't ask, don't ask. Oh no, have you, hang on, but you were so good with papers. I changed groups. Yeah, oh this is, so, up until this moment, you've been riding the wave of a previous group. Yes. Ah, and now this is where that change has, you're you're feeling the effects. My publication rate has decreased. Yeah. 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 And it took a year for it to actually show. Yeah. That's interesting. All right, I won't bring it up again, but next time you've got a paper, <laughs> let me know. I've got one that should be submitted. I wrote a, I wrote everyone an email once yeah. about four months ago saying, all right, I know it's not perfect, but I want to just submit it. I'm going yeah. to submit it this paper next Friday. Yeah. And then two people said, if you just did this one more thing, <sighs> it would be so much better. Yeah. And so I've been doing those, those two one more things <laughs> for the last four months. Yeah, shit. In my spare time because yeah. this is an old bit of work. Yeah. Well, well done. Well done. So, All right. Well, that but that's one, the next one. Yes. Let me know when it gets accepted or you've got proofs and I'll. Uh, yeah. you'll get your own dynamic text video that you won't be able to produce. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. time for feedback from listeners feedback from listeners feedback from listeners yeah oh that was a good one thank you mate feedback from listeners so this is on andymatter.net that's right isn't it andymatter.net andymatter.net it's from connor87 okay connor87 wrote hey gang i'm finally up to date and i'm really sad that i can no longer binge listen on road trips i had to find another podcast sad face (laughs) Plenty Crying. good ones. Plenty good ones plenty out there. Plenty of good ones. It's a sad uh, tear drop face. And uh, you can repeat listen. Yes, I think there's lots of information. Yeah, you, you can repeat and get you can get a deeper meaning. Mm. Connor eighty seven says your conversational approach to science keeps it fun, different, and interesting. Perfect for long drives. Others became dry and boring really quick. Oh wow, that's nice. really nice, Connor. Thank you so much. Um, Keep up the good work and I i guess I'll have to save up another six month worth to binge away happily. Sticky out tongue emoji. Okay. Cheers. Long time fan, part time poster, Sam. Great. So Sam Connor, who was born in 87. I'm using my detective skills. Yeah. It's time for Topic of the Day. Topic of the Day. Yeah, I cannot do the high one. You did all right. Thanks very much. I thought I was like someone has to <laughs> someone has to bring it. Uh, Gibbo, we miss you. I didn't I, for that bit. For that, we bit. haven't missed him until then. Oh, I have. Oh, have you? Yeah, just looking over at his little face. It's nice. He's got a big round ball. 
That'll do. Put some glasses on it. Some broken glasses. All right. Topic for the day is the allure of plagiarism. Mm. So, Cameron, you brought this to our attention. What is it? Well, so I get the emails every week from Retraction Watch and... Every now and then I click on them, not all the time. And so this one I was, I'm a little bit late to. So it first came to their attention, I think, in 2017 or maybe in 2018. Yeah. But this is this is something that you is in your board, like solar materials. This is completely what you need to know about. Yes. Yeah. But I did. I am not the investigator who found this out. Oh. But there are a whole bunch of well um, eagle-eyed uh, readers. Saw that a journal, a journal, a paper in the journal Solar Energy Materials and Solar Cells, which I think I might have published in. Yeah, I'm in it. Are you? Yeah. Uh, has very sim was very very similar to a article published in the journal Nature Energy. In, mm. And they noticed that the similarities were quite striking. In fact, the abstracts of the two papers are identical. Yeah. And several figures are identical. And many of the text throughout the whole paper is identical between the two papers. But wow. the authors are different. Right. Oh, just looking at the one of the editors of Solar Energy Materials and Solar Cells, Frederick C. Krebs, he... Um, he Refereed my thesis. Oh. Yeah, he gave me my PhD. Okay. He, and he was the editor of this solar energy materials which accepted a clearly plagiarized article. Well, I'm just saying some of the stuff was copied <laughs> from my thesis, but thanks, Krebs, letting stuff slide all the time. <laughs> um, so let me get this right. Completely separate groups or this is a republication? Completely separate groups. So What? Yeah. What? So one is a group in Pakistan and the other is a group out of Switzerland. Okay, so which one had the nature paper? The nature paper was this group out of Switzerland. Right. And a nature paper, they were saying that the impact factor for uh, nature energy is 46. Yeah. It's really high, isn't it? It's massive. Yeah. Uh, and then the other one, solar energy materials and solar cells has an impact factor of five, five, which I would love to be in. It's good. That's a good. That's good for five our, is good. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, but this is, what, this is what always gets me. Michael Gretzel. Yeah. His name is on, <laughs> I swear, every single paper in Nature Energy. Yeah. Surely. Anything to do with batteries, <laughs> definitely. But I'm like, how on earth? Like, if you want to get your paper into nature, call up Mike. Yeah. It'd be like, oi, Mike, you want to name on another nature paper? Mm. And second he'll just last, let you in. He's always second last author too. That's where you know he really did nothing. Yeah. Yeah. Because he's mature. He, like, he's well known enough to sort of sit towards the end. Mm. But he's certainly, yeah, not corresponding. Anyway, Mike, stop it. Um, so give us a rundown. So if it's exactly the same, yes. what what happens? Well, so if it's exactly the same, it is plagiarized. It means that this second group has decided to just copy and paste <laughs> an article from a very high-ranking journal and oh submit it God. to Solar Energy Materials 
and it was accepted in its purely plagiarized form. Ballsy. That is balls. That's right. Like <laughs> I would take something from an impact factor journal, like I don't know, zero point four, and try to like jazz it up a bit. Be like, well, maybe they didn't get this quite right. Maybe I can get it into like a two or a three. You know what I mean? <laughs> if I'm lucky. But yeah. to take a forty-six, like one that would have been read, everyone's watching Nature Nature Energy. Yeah. It's not like that's under the radar and they're sneaking it in. Mm-hmm. That is. Ballsy. Yeah, and it got through. Uh, so that means all of the backware software checks and plagiarism, AI and all that, like it's either not being used or the editors aren't even well read or the reviewers aren't even well read in their area. Mm-hmm. Well, so it's impossible to be, have read everything. That's true. So I don't blame the reviewers for not having read it. Yeah. And I don't know if it's a reviewer's prerogative to like a few times i've i copy the title of the journal i'm i'm reviewing and i paste it into google to see if anyone's done the same thing Mm. more or less before to to see if it's as novel as they say it is yeah and if you did in this case you'd find um oh no they did change the title Uh, (laughs) yeah the title (laughs) is very different but everything else uh, but you would find that it's been plagiarized but i think that surely that's an editor's job to ensure that it's plagiarized or they do or there's a tick box or in the letter to the editor you say i confirm that this is not plagiarized and you go on or at least the, the journal has some clever software like they've even got that for when you submit like um, yes. stuff in uni. Yeah, so we use Turnitin. Turnitin, that's it. Yeah. It's a plagiarism-based software and in surely it would pick up this. Yeah, so th- this was a long process in getting it even retracted. Really? How long so did it take? Quite a... I can't remember the amount, the number of days, but they didn't even want to retract it in the first place. Mm. Um, I think they first... Oh, what's it? One level lower than a retraction. A, a warning? A, <laughs> uh, no idea. But also, um, it's not the first time that this group of authors have plagiarized before. Oh, what? So people have gone and looked through this group of authors' other articles and they've yeah. found that they've plagiarized other, a completely, have other completely plagiarized that makes submitted. complete sense. Well, you get they, away with it once. Exactly. They've started with like, oh, we'll just slip a couple of cheeky yeah, they, sentences in. Or they wouldn't have started with an Impact Factor 46 no, paper either. That's right. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's their study. Maybe they're actually studying. Maybe it's like a meta study, right? Like of how much plagiarism can we get away with yeah. before it gets picked up? That's what they should say That's now. what they should say, yeah. yeah. But of course, that's how it happens. Yeah. Or we'll just put a cheeky sentences here. Oh, just copy the whole paragraph. Yeah. No, get, do the abstract. Oh, get it from Nature Energy. That's clearly good <laughs> stuff. So you've got a good story if you ever catch a student like plagiarizing a sentence. And yeah. You just say right. like, it starts there. Slippery slope, just like Netflix <laughs> is the gateway drug to yeah. subscription services. Yeah. Copying, pasting one sentence is the gateway towards plagiarizing an entire article. Nice. So they're, so they're repeat offenders. So yep. they're not even on some sort of watch list. They'd be able, they're able to get away with it. They had obviously gotten away with it and it wasn't the editorial or the journals who discovered it. Mm. It was readers... On is it PubPeer or one of the other ones where right. you where you write comments on papers? Yeah, just finding this blatant errors. Mm. 
and uh, duplication. Yeah. That's insane. All right. So, the, so in a way, the peer review process is working because their peers pointed it out. Well, but that's not the journal peer review process. No. But that would... Be, I mean, it's the more of my point towards my... Everyone has a Wikipedia page. Yeah. And then that gets peer-reviewed yeah. online because yeah. that's where people actually find mistakes. Mm. So in here it says... Uh, Yes, those abstracts are identical and the pattern continues throughout the papers. Great. More surprised even than angry is what they've got <laughs> in a quote. I guess if it was an entire thing, you would just be like, well, how did that happen? Like, I'm, It's kind of like when uh, you, you, someone eats your entire wheel of nice cheese mm. and you go, you know what? I'm not even mad because how did you even do that? Yeah. Like, I was saving that for a, for a good cheesy occasion. <laughs> and now you're going to be constipated. But beyond that, how did you even eat an entire wheel of cheese to yourself? Conrad Domansky, one of the corresponding authors of the uh, Nature Energy paper, tells Retraction Watch he and his colleagues learned about the new paper some two months ago. Um, and they contacted the editor of the Solar Energy Materials and Solar Cells. Uh, but the case had been progressing extremely slowly with the editor telling the group that it would take up to a year before there is a resolution. But it seems like a clear-cut case. Well, you know, it's there's there are some... There's got to... does need to be some due process. No. And it does... Just, no, it just needs to be like the people's court, like Judge Judy <laughs> or something. Like, be like, hey, this is clearly... And do you see that it says in here that... Um, one of the editors of the Soulmat mm. wrote on LinkedIn that um, the author in the of the the first author of the plagiarized article, yeah. the, pla- the plagiarizer, yeah. they claimed that their results were stolen during peer review and then published <sighs> in the Nature Energy um, paper. I was going to say you could write a movie about this, but it'd be a shit movie. <laughs> no one would watch it. So that's what he said. Yeah. And what do, what was the community response to that? I'm not sure if there's edit, any further comments on that, but um, and Solmat is the is the acronym for the other solar materials and yeah. energy. So then they, I guess, once they claimed that, so they they didn't they said, "Haha, we caught you plagiarizing," mm. and then they've gone, "No, no, 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 we our data was plagiarized by them." You then need to kind of go back to, okay, well, show me the raw data. Show yeah. me your lab book. Yeah. And then you can imagine that takes a long time when there's editors. So Elsevier is in the Netherlands. Yeah. Um, one group's in Pakistan. One group's in Switzerland. Yeah. Uh, Nature is published out of London. Mm. Um It does get pretty difficult to kind of sleuth these things out. Yeah. Look, we got Skype now, mate. <laughs> that should be easy. Um, oh, so back to our point about like the plagiarism software. It, this is a point about open access, really, because they were saying that um, yeah, there are like different uh, s- services. So turn it in and authenticate websites. But to get in to see the actual document, you need an academic or paid subscription. Okay. So it needs to come from the journals, not like this cross-reference. So if, it, if it's outside of their journal mm-hmm. or their group of journals, then they're not able to see it because it's behind a paywall. So that's why that 
software, even if even if they've got it, it only checks in within their their uh, pool of of, mm-hmm. of journals. It doesn't go to nature yeah. to check it out. So. Yeah, so open science would sort that shit out, wouldn't it? Another interesting thing about this person, the first author in the solar energy materials and solar cells, the plagiarizer, their email address um, keeps changing between their articles and they're always using Gmail accounts. So it's zaim.aslam and then the, the... his first one that he used was Salim to Aslam one. <laughs> no. And then on this journal Two? here is one one. Oh, he's got what? <laughs> one dot one or no, one? One one eleven. Eleven. Yep. Jesus. And so they I First don't know. of all, his index system is F. <laughs> well, he might have gone th- that might this might be his eleventh one, but this is Yeah, this is how he's been caught. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was quite funny as well. That is good, yeah. That's interesting. So I th- I mean, maybe we've covered this a little bit in the past, but plagiarism, like the only separate, the only thing that separates plagiarism from a citation is a number in your text and a little sub like thing well, in the back of the thing saying, this is where I got this from. Yes. And you need to, but the number is you saying, this is not my work. Yeah. But so, if the number wasn't there, then you would have to say, it's not my work somewhere, some other way. Yeah. Or yeah. is this plagiarism? But you can't plagiarize. If you write an entire article and then just do like a, a one, single one at the end. A single one at the end. Have they checked? That's what he's done. <laughs> it's just a single subscript <laughs> with a single citation. All from this. <laughs> yeah. let's, let's write that paper. Try it out. Let's write a paper. Well, Copy a paper, paraphrase it, put it through some like, you know, adjust the sentences software Mm -hmm. and then uh, put a one at the end and just (laughs) reference the paper that it came from. Otherwise, no references at all? Nope. Because you could always just go back to that paper. Yeah, and just copy and paste those references. Yeah, that's a good point. Do it. Me? Yeah. What I... I guess what if I haven't you did it and uh, I'll proofread afterwards? All right, done. You can be... You can be... First author. <laughs> oh, great. After you doing it. Oh, what? No, no, but I'd be corresponding. Ah, uh, okay. Is that better? That's better, isn't it? I I'd guess so. Yeah, no, no, I want to be corresponding. <laughs> <laughs> it begins. It begins. Yeah, well, but, that's really interesting. Like um, getting your, your work published in high-ranking journals, even ranking of five mm. is hard. Yeah. And so people feel... and. To you know, go up in the world of science everywhere. You do need these journal articles to be able to do that, or mm. else you really—it's difficult to have a good tangible reason or um, to to show what you've been doing. Yeah. Uh, and so, if you actually can't get the results yourself, or you really don't know how to do it at all. Yeah then this is the way that people have turning to do, I think, out of desperation. I don't mm. think there's a – they wouldn't have wanted to do this. No. They're kind of just stuck. I don't know any th- real story behind that otherwise. So they're in Pakistan. I haven't heard any stories of Pakistani institutions, but in other places um, – 
to get a promotion, you need a paper or to get mm. your PhD, you need a paper. Yeah. And so that's a kind of, that's the kind of thing that would promote plagiarism or yeah people paying for publication as well do you feel like it, it like they knew what they were doing they submitted it to a lower impact factor journal mm. and then maybe they were like this is great work <laughs> bump it up like you know put it in this one uh, yeah this is where it would be and they're like no 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 we're happy with the like <laughs> with one. the one that won't get noticed yeah that's right no we're happy with the other one thanks like yeah. Uh, solar energy materials and solar cells pakistan or something you know like you know uh, a really country specific it's like can we write it in our native language no no english english would be better mm. Fuck. shit so there's there's definitely a trend like if you go through a retraction watch of serial offenders oh really so they're famous for for <laughs> it's mostly for faked results not for complete plagiarizers okay. yeah but like people and of course as soon as you get found out once Everyone goes back through your old stuff. Goes back through your old stuff. So I wonder, I don't think anything of mine would be retracted, but... um, No, look, some of the results in mine were reproducible just. Yeah. You know, like like, I did did this three times. Did it the three times. Done. So I wonder if people were to go back and do exactly my experiments. Yeah. How reproducible, because that's really what reproducibility means, is someone in a different... Yeah. Uh, lab in a different part of the world with different equipment should be able to follow your methods yeah and get it but uh yeah because i yeah i did a bat a bunch of experiments once with a, a batch of silicon mm-hmm. so it should be the same everywhere around the world yeah we get a new batch of silicon in and, and nothing's it, it goes from working perfectly to not working at all it's a hard business isn't it it's tough but that's why i'm out mate done yeah. too hard for me boring you, you you are in the perfect situation to plagiarize a paper and try and get away with it. Yeah. Do you know, I was thinking the other day, you know, I keep on, because my UniSA account is now active again, and because it still says that I'm a researcher, I still get the spam to my UniSA account. Mm-hmm. And I get loads of invites to conferences. And part of me wants to set up a Kickstarter campaign and say, you know what? Give me enough money to go to a couple of these really dodgy conferences <laughs> to see what they're like. I think that would be a fun experiment. Mm. Like turn up, like it would be like five people sat in a room and be like, oh shit, someone paid. Yeah. That would be a good, like a 60 minutes type. Um, Hello, welcome to 60 minutes. Yeah. Predatory conferences. Are- <laughs> predatory predatory conferences are sending us spam emails. I would do, you, would I you pay for me to do now. that? How much, if everyone gave you $5, that would be enough. Everyone. Yeah. Everyone. All, all of our listeners. Well, if all of our listeners, if I set up a page and all of our listeners gave it, let's say $10, right? That would be more than enough. All right. All five. right. Five. <laughs> five. Yeah, good. <laughs> gave me, well, you can give me five. Give or give me 15 uh, to make up for it. They sure will. <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I just want to go along because I've been receiving some really dodgy ones. Like I've Googled the town and I'm like, what is there? Um, not a conference hall? Not, not, I don't know, maybe. Mm. Or just like someone's got a large house and they're running a conference. Science for seniors. That's right. But uh, anyway, so let's do that. Let's put it on the uh, podcast to-do list that we never do. <laughs> it's on. It's on. Tick. Oh, is that tick is in done? Tick is in on. Oh, that's weird. Weird, <laughs> weird system. Weird uh, way. You tick first. Yeah, because uh, it makes you feel good. You don't have to do anything. It does, doesn't it? It feels finished. Yeah. <laughs>
Music is provided by the awesome Adelaide-based band Boisrom. Go check out their stuff on their Bandcamp website. Also, remember to subscribe to us on your favourite podcast app, like our Facebook page, join in the forum, animat.net, and leave us a review on wherever you get this podcast because that helps us a bunch. Cameron? Sponsor for the week. You were just listening to Published Perishable Podcast and it was brought to you this week by our future sponsor, Metafact.io. Nice. Uh, get your facts. Is it running? It is. is. Dot it's I- what's up with dot .io? What does that mean? No idea what io means. Okay. I'll, I'll figure it out. The dots don't really mean much anymore, do they? No, you can have the a dot. dot. There are limited things. number ones, yeah. but a lim- limited number of them. Uh, and .io is one. Okay. Yeah. There we are. We're normally much more snappier than this at the end of the episode. <laughs> <laughs> it's because Gibbo's not here. <laughs> Gibbo, we need you back to be snappy. <laughs> All right. Metafact.io. Yeah. Brilliant. All right. Final farewells. Goodbye. And bye from me. Bye, Gibbo. Miss you. <laughs> <laughs>